So when you're saying, I know we're unmuted, I don't care. When you're saying you're glad that he did, you're not talking about Jesus. You're talking about the guy that put peanut butter on a hamburger. For yes, the first I time. am. <laughs> I'm glad that he put peanut butter on a hamburger. <laughs> There's, Welcome to Unscripted. There is at least 10 minutes of time where Marshall and I just talk about stuff. And we were on a really funny conversation about yeah. food trucks. So Yes. Uh so in the comments, man, <laughs> let us know <laughs> what's your favorite, what's your favorite non-chain place? That's Oh yeah. That's a good question. Like yeah. what's your not, not, your, not your chain restaurants, but even just like local places around here or maybe somewhere yeah. that you're from. Like what's, what's, and you might need to put like what style of food it is too, because yeah. we may not recognize it. So yeah, there's just cause in Bimville, there's always, I mean, Rogers too, but For sure. there's these scenes that are coming up and it's like, oh man, I don't, I wouldn't. I would not think to eat the style of what they're saying, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to try it. Yeah. And I, man, it's hard. <laughs> that's hard to narrow down for me. Like, uh, there's so many, gosh, I I'm going to waste time. On so you guys let that us that know. Should, should be Scott Savage about. said peanut butter is good on burgers. That's right. It yeah. is. I'm, I'm agreeing with you, Scott. It is. Yeah. That's what we were saying is just like, you know, the lyrics of the song talking about Jesus and his sacrifice. I'm so glad he did. And I was just saying, we just I'm applied so that glad to that he did. whoever came up with the idea of peanut butter on a hamburger. I'm so glad he did. Thank you, Scott, for being yeah. in our corner. I appreciate that. Welcome to Unscripted. Yeah. <laughs> Marshall and Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> We're here for spiritual encouragement. With also peanut butter and hamburgers. I was to say local, local food suggestions. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, what's okay. So right off the top of your head, what's the, what's the chain? What's the, the chain? Oh, I'm sorry. The, what's the, the non-chain? Yeah. Oh man. Okay, I can answer this for him. I don't know if it counts or not. Airship Coffee. Oh yeah. Airship Coffee. That's that's my space. That should be his middle name, Brandon yeah. Airship Coffee Dodd. Yeah. As our building is not quite occupiable yet, where yeah. I can go, that has been my office, and there's the. But that was your know, space before the construction. It, stuff it was, too. but it's become like a, a second home. Yeah, and <laughs> it's to the point where you know, is it is it cool that a lot of the baristas know your name, or like that's a new level of like, dude, that's so. <laughs> okay, so dating myself a little bit. Some of you will understand this reference, but the, the show Cheers, every time Norm walked in on Cheers, everyone's like, Norm, this is what happens at Airship when Brandon walks in. I'm like, hey, it's my friend Brandon. Marshall. Dad. Marshall! Yeah. <laughs> Scott's saying NASCAR sushi. If you're is actually talking reference? about like, like NASCAR sushi, then I don't know. Like you go to NASCAR to eat sushi. I don't know about that. Yeah. Is but. it sushi at the NASCAR race or is there a restaurant called NASCAR sushi? I would like to know. That's I'm crazy. going to Google it after this. Okay. Okay. What about you though? Before, uh, before man, we continue on. So, hard. <laughs> so like, um, oh, probably just right now. I probably just, I, I'm just going to say smoking Joe's smoking Joe's yeah. barbecue. Um, well that's right in your wheelhouse of <laughs> like meat and lots of it. Meat and lots of it for not a bad price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there, I was going to say, like, the place that I still I shed a small tear over was the Heidi Ho Drive-In in Rogers. Some of you will remember the Heidi Ho. Amazing burgers and fries and dip cones. You know the dip cones that you get yeah. at Dairy Queen? Yeah. They did those there. So much better. So much taller, first of all. Just the amount of ice cream. And then they dip it in the chocolate. It was probably fresher than Dairy Queen. Uh, probably the same kind of frozen ice cream yeah. machine. It's so, like what we had at Green Valley or whatever. But. Oh, the Heidi Ho. Some of y'all, whoever knows and remembers the Heidi Ho, as soon as I said Heidi Ho, I guarantee there was an yes. audible, there was an audible, oh, <laughs> as soon as you heard me say it. So, yeah, we've got, Scott says it's from Sushi King. Kate is saying rights. 
And Ashen says, "Ooh, Wright's is good." Susie yeah, Q loves Susie Susie Q. Susie Q's good. It, uh, I I take Susie Q now, but Heidi Ho was better than Susie Q. I'm just gonna <laughs> say it. I, I, fight me if you want to. That's fired. the thing. Okay, so we've been talking about heaven and earth, right? That's right. Talk about heaven and earth. <laughs> we can That's open up a restaurant and call it Heaven and Earth. Oh, all right. Put a pin in that. We're coming back to that another time. You heard it here, folks. That's first, right. folks. <laughs> so just kind of uh, a quick recap of what we've done so far. Um, we we uh, have talked about how God. God's intention or original plan was uh, to bring heaven to earth. Like he created the heavens and the earth, but, but those are supposed to be united. Mm -hmm. Those are supposed to be kind of occupying the same space. God mm -hmm. is here with us. We are with God. Heaven is here on earth with us. That mm -hmm. was the original plan. Um, we messed that up with uh, Adam and Eve. Uh, and, and one of the main reasons for that was they were trying to take the place of God. Uh, and be in his spot, and, and the punishment was okay. God had to send him away. Yep. Uh, so we, so now we have a rift. There's not heaven on earth or heaven with earth anymore. It's There's a definitive and earth. Yeah, a definitive distinction. Yeah. Um, generations later, we we try that again with the Tower of Babel, and this is what we were talking about last week. Um, and and human beings trying to occupy God's space again and trying to set themselves up. Forcefully not, set themselves yeah, up. And not what yeah. we were talking about was like not to be with God, but to yeah. actually take his spot. We want to make yeah. a name for ourselves. We, we want to be sins. gods mm -hmm. and put ourselves into heaven, which is never what God's plan was. And so he scattered those people. Uh, fast forward several generations. You got this guy, um, Abraham, and God says, okay, I'm going to bring heaven and earth back together right. again, and I'm going to do it through this yeah. amazingly flawed, unimportant individual. And, Very important. And here we go. Yeah. So, and so that's the plan in acting is God talking with Abraham and saying, hey, guess what? Through you, the entire world's going to be blessed. He's just one dude. And also he's old and he's childless. Yeah. That's awesome. And so God uses that both to show off like, hey, guess what? Nothing's impossible with God. And two, we're going we're gonna to make something happen, but it starts with you. Yeah. This is where it begins. Yeah. That's so that's a really quick recap of, of how we got into the point that we're at tonight. And just kind of keeping it in the back of your minds, this whole concept of we have these two spaces, we have heaven, we have earth. And, and that was never what God intended was originally for those to be separate. That's right. uh, but it was us. It was human beings that messed up that plan. And m most of scripture is, <laughs> is focused on bringing those two things back together again. And at least it's happening in the background of man, how is God pushing these things and how back. is yeah how is he reconciling those things yeah. back and how are again? how are we a part of that plan too right because we Important. are mm -hmm. so that's where we're going to get to eventually so we'll continue with that with that theme tonight okay yeah. um let's just because because we're good man let's dive let's dive right in like we okay. went to one of these burgers a hidey hole burger so just dive <laughs> dive right in okay oh, we're uh, i know i've never had it i know um, you can make me one at, at some point i guess All right well i know the guy that used to make them i think he's oh, still so really all right, so next unscripted, it's just going to be me. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to Genesis chapter 28. Uh, open it up on your phones, wherever you need to go to grab that. Genesis chapter 28. Um, we're skipping, not generations, I guess, but we're skipping ahead just a little bit. A couple of generations. Yeah. Um, we're focused on a man named uh, Jacob. Okay, so before, before we get into all of that, uh, this is a story that we've all heard in Bible class and everything uh, as children. It's kind of um, could, at least in my mind, has been very trivialized to, well, I guess, you know, cute, cool little story. And I think it's lost a lot of its um, 
you know, significance. And we're going to kind of talk about that a little bit yep. too. I remember seeing this on flannel graph when I was in Bible Man, school, just, when I was a little kid. Yeah. So I, yeah, that's, that's pretty much me too. Of It's, it's hard to not think about it, not as a cartoon. Right. Yeah, <laughs> in my for mind, sure. For in sure. My mind. Uh, before we get there, uh, um, and Kate, I'm glad that you're with us. Cause I feel like that you're, you're in Marshall's, uh, um answer is going to be pretty similar okay uh but question is uh where are certain places in your life that you just feel closer to god like you feel like god's presence is just uh palpable i don't know that's that's a word it's like it's something you can grasp it's something that i don't know we feel we feel that sometimes in in church and i love i love these Mm -hmm. moments that you just feel like you can feel those things so much more but I know uh, with certainty that there's definitely a couple of places that either I go consistently or have been in the past. It's like, yeah, this is this is holy ground. Yeah, yeah I'm actually <laughs> here with God right yeah, now. This is holy ground. Like. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like, like I said, I feel like I know what your answer is. But um, so first off, one or two. Please share with us where yours would be. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's next to a river maybe that's a mountaintop maybe yeah. you know. what's cool is that they're all different too so exactly having different answers i think is like oh that's cool that's cool you got that <laughs> so um i mean the easy answer obviously is green valley bible camp you know I, like um is he wrong though <laughs> it's 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 uh it's what scotty and some of them refer to as jesus land right i mean ah. that's that's where that's where god is is at green valley <laughs> and but i have had experiences there where where I don't think it's because of the facility or the location It's yeah. because of what we're doing and, and who is there um, experiencing it. So can I, can I give a little bit of, of a different answer? Yeah. Uh, just a time, not necessarily that location, but a time where I felt that was um, at a youth ministers conference when my oldest was maybe two and a half years old. Mm. And um, you know, we had this, this conference all day, speakers and, and different activities and stuff. And, and then we're in this big banquet room. There's about 400 youth ministers and their spouses and, you know, kids and stuff. And we're just worshiping, just singing. And, and there's a praise team and they're just picking random songs. Like it wasn't even necessarily scripted out. There's like, Hey man, let's sing this one. They throw it up on the screen and, and you That's know, cool for a it's a whole bunch of, yeah, yeah. Everybody's just singing together. And I remember, I remember we were singing, uh, when the night is falling, which was oh, a fairly a new one. song to me at the time. Yeah. And, so we're singing that and some people are standing some people are on I'm in this banquet room in this hotel. Yeah. The lights are down. We're singing this and, and some people are on their knees. Some people yeah. got their hands up and I'm singing along and I look and we just been because our second child was just in a, was an infant in a car seat, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so he's sitting on the, on the ground next to, next to us, but our two and a half year old is <laughs> standing on top of this big, you know, the big round yeah. banquet tables with a white tablecloth. He's standing in the middle of it and he's just mimicking whatever else oh, he sees. From everybody so else. so cool. hands are up or he's clapping, he, you know, and he can't even, he don't know the song. He yeah. can't, he can't say the words, but he's kind of trying to sing along with everybody. Oh my God. Dang. I was like, the angels are here. This is, <laughs> this is heaven, right? It was just one of those moments. I'm like, I feel so connected um, to just the, the pure presence of God. Yeah. You know, it was one of those moments. Now, if I went back to that hotel, would I feel that way? I don't know necessarily. If I go back to Green Valley, I feel that way. But <laughs> Maybe not necessarily so, that yeah. particular banquet hall or something. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I feel that. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I would have <laughs> I would have broken down and be like, dude, this is too much. And I mean, honestly, that's probably what I yeah. would do in any of those places too. But uh, Phyllis is kind of where I'm at. She says, um, you know, out in nature. And Kate actually says something that I'm thinking. He says exactly what I was going to say. 
He said, the journey through nature and up a mountain has always been an awakening time for me. Trek solo time. I yeah. literally... He had that written down. Have it written, down. written trek down. Trek solo, solo time. Down. So going on trek, you're up in a mountain, and after a really hard climbing day, they give you 30 minutes. No, I'm sorry, three hours of yeah. go be by yourself and be alone with God. And uh, I remember the first year that I went dreading it. Like, three hours, what am I going to do? That, out of the whole thing, was like my favorite part. And that's crazy because yeah. I love it, but I'm, I'm right there. And he said... Uh, and the nights, no matter how easy or hard it is to set up, God's always there for me, exactly like Jacob and his experience. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Okay. So let's do it. Let's y'all keep answering, by the way. Don't stop answering. Yeah. Uh, but let's read through it. You want to read or you want me to? Um, uh, sure. You go got ahead. it. Okay. I get it. No, <laughs> we said sure. Okay. I got Just it. Okay. Go. All right. Verse 10 of chapter 28 of Genesis uh, it says that Jacob left Beersheba and he went toward Haran. And he came to a certain place, and he stayed there that night because the sun had set. And taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, there was a ladder set up on the earth, and on top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of God were ascending and descending on it, and behold, the Lord stood above it. And he said, I'm the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac, the land on which you lie. I will give you and give to you and your offspring. Your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east and the north and to the south. And you and your offspring shall all the families and your offspring shall all the families of the earth be blessed. I'm reading from the ESV. I apologize. Behold, I am with you and I will keep you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep he said, surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid, and he said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. And then the next couple of verses are him setting up um, he a, named stone it, a stone pillar, named poured oil Bethel. on it, and, and it's, uh, it's important. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, so Jacob's Ladder. Mm-hmm. Mine says Jacob's Dream, but I, you know, when you yeah. learn about it, it's Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. So we're talking about heaven and earth. Yeah. Um, where we... How does this? How does this even relate to what? Okay, we're so just about? a quick, just in case you don't know who this Jacob guy is, he we talked about Abraham last week. They got this promise from God. Jacob is his grandson. So, and Jacob to this point, not the best guy in the world. Uh, yeah. he, his name actually means cheater or liar, and and he kind of fulfills that. So he lies and and steals, um, you know, a birthright from his older brother. He steals a blessing from his older brother. His older brother wants to kill him. And that's why he's leaving takes advantage now. of his blind father. Uh, he takes advantage of his blind dad lies to him. Whoops. Uh, just to get ahead, just to, just to kind of look out for number one. And, um, and now is being sent hundreds of miles away to go find a wife. Uh, kind of at, and at the too. same time on the run from his brother who wants to kill him. So that's this guy that, that God appears to and grandson having been told stories of this God that promised this, that promised this land, yeah. descendants, blessings to all nations. Mm-hmm. And here he is being mm-hmm. a part of that. And he's reminded of that too, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. God's finding him out in the wilderness and just saying, Hey, I don't want you to forget. Here's, here's what I have planned for you. And he says it again there, all of the families of the earth will be blessed. That's verse 14. Right. So he's reminding him, like, this is the plan. Right. So we share that with you, but we want to pay more attention to the actual, like what he saw and yeah. what he kind of, how how he viewed that and yeah. how he viewed himself in it so yeah well um there's this um there's a statue there's a statue at ACU Evolution Christian University and it depicts Jacob's ladder and it's these angels it's awesome <laughs> after this go and look it up on Google just type ACU 
uh, Jacob's Ladder. And it's this huge bronze statues of these angels that are ascending and descending. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like it defies nature, just like uh, how is it how is it standing up? And it's really, really cool. Um, but so, I mean, right here, I've got a footnote in mine. It's, it's this ladder that goes up and down to heaven. And uh, mine has a footnote that says, or a flight of steps. Yes. And most likely, and whatever it is, it's, it's Jacob and he's, He's dreaming and he sees a a bridge, uh, not really a ladder, I think, with rungs like we would think. I think of like a flight, a large flight of stairs. Right, because if you go back to ancient Hebrew that is originally written in, it it wasn't a a climbing ladder like we climb up on the side of a, a, like climb up on the roof of the house. No, it's it's stairs. Yeah, the context would have been old temples. talk about googling uh, ziggurats yeah. <laughs> that yeah. are just like these almost pyramid looking things yeah. but it's it's this it's this long stairway that goes up to the place of worship mm-hmm. and so he sees something that is like that yes. at least at least that's the same words he uses here and it's touching on earth is what it says and it rises and reaches into heaven that's verse 12 or the skies mm-hmm. remember that's what we've talked about the very so goes from human space right here's where we live God's and this space. these steps go up to wherever god is yeah. And there's angels going up and down on it. Interesting. Yeah. And and that's what he says at the very end right there in verse 17 is like, and this is the gate of heaven. So yeah. he's like, so we talked about the two spaces and God said, okay, through you, Abraham and your family, I'm going to reunite those spaces. And those are two separate spaces right here. There's like this, um, they're like touching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not quite overlap, but like, I, I like what the Bible project says in this. It's kind of like a portal. It's like yeah, you can't you can't go. You yourself can't step onto the ladder to ascend into yeah. heaven. You're not coming up these stairs. But and he says it, he says it there. And behold, I did not know that this is a place of God. Right. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly you know what he says there. But Jacob awoke and he said, "Surely the Lord is in this place." And I did not know. That's verse sixteen. Mm-hmm. So like, God God's like, hey, let me pull back the curtain really quick. Look at this. It's this this yeah. this staircase that goes in and out of heaven, attaching heaven and earth. This portal where he can see spiritual beings coming, you know, angels coming back and forth that connects God's space and human space. And he didn't even know that it was there. It's just right. this random place as he's napping on a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's, but, um, it's, it's interesting because it's not, well, two things. One, you, you talked about like him seeing it as an interest to a temple. And again, back in this ancient culture, yeah. Over the generations of people kind of forgetting who God was and making their own gods, you had temples of some sort, or even if it was like up on a mountainside, there was a, there was a pathway. There were kind of some steps up to yeah. like, that's where this God or goddess dwells. And there was kind of just some kind of a pathway up yeah. to that, you know, There's an so to get there. he had to have seen that at some point in his lifetime. And that's all that he can and God's giving him a context. That's all that he can attach that to. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's seeing cool. this path. Um, and this is not to other gods and goddesses that he knows people around him are worshiping. This is, I mean, this guy talks to him. He didn't even have to guess. I wonder which God this is. It says, <laughs> I, that's the first thing. I am the Lord, am the God the of Lord. Abraham, yeah. your father. The ones that you heard stories about, this is me. And that's I'm me. To you. And, and, but he recognizes, cool. you know, when he says, this is the gate of heaven, this is, this is the gate to the God. Not the gate to these other guys and goddesses. This is the one that promised right. my grandpa this yeah. whole and, and my dad this whole promise, and and now he's promising it to me. So there's a there's a recognition there, at least on his part, yeah. of there is something, there's a bridge here, and there's a there's a connection here. Um, but the other piece that that I think is interesting is <laughs> it's not he didn't create this space. God revealed it to him. 
It's this is a space that was there. And he didn't realize it at yeah. first. And God reveals it to him. And it's God making the effort. It's God who puts the vision in his mind. It's right. God who's sending the angels up and down. Like He has oh, no control over this. Mm-hmm. So that's important to me as we're talking again about heaven and earth. The two times that we've seen mankind attempt this reunification of heaven and earth so far, mankind has tried to get themselves to heaven right. and have failed miserably. This is God going, okay, let, let me do this. Yeah. Let me bring this closer. Let me open this portal, yeah. if you will. Let me, you know, stop. Yeah. Let, <laughs> let me be the one to, stop trying to, to bridge be, the gap. Stop trying to be God's yourselves. I exactly. am going to bring Quit in, trying to do what, what's my job. And he reaffirms that too. He's like, you don't have to do anything, man. Mm-hmm. And this is so cool. He doesn't really ask very much of him. He doesn't ask very much of anything of yeah. him. He's just like, through yeah. you, I'm going to bless everybody. Yeah. And I'm not going to leave you. I, like I'm this here. presence that you're seeing right now, He's going to continue to be with yeah. you. And I think an important fact that we need to think about too is, I mean, think about Abraham and the flawed man that he was. And, it, and this is, his whole family is very flawed. Yeah. It's reminiscent of man. Can, that's, you, can you say Jacob's worse? It kind of seems like it. <laughs> I there's, don't know. There's, could make a case. Non-redeeming qualities in both. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Abraham's family, ahead, as, a whole, your, no, no, Abraham's family as a whole is... Uh, a very good portrait of our families. Yeah, <laughs> dysfunction say. for sure. Just for just function and just trying to do things right, and it doesn't really work. Um, but yeah, here you I mean think about you know here's some flawed people, and like Jacob wasn't like hey you know like Moses does later on in Exodus, and he's like hey show me your glory. Like I wonder what God's plan is. I'm, I'm out here on the run. God meets him in an unexpected place, reveals something really bizarre to it reaffirms a promise just randomly mm-hmm. in the middle in the middle of a random place that doesn't have any special value mm-hmm. and god comes out and just says hey man there's stuff going behind the scenes and i'm i've connected these places and they're still connected mm-hmm. and i want to reveal to you that things are happening just not in the way that you think yeah uh and the fact that he still does that today of that he i mean i think that Cade said it really well he says uh, the hope in me asks, man, why why is this not more of a reality in our lives? Why couldn't this happen everywhere we look? The answer for me is that it does open up our spiritual eyes and we can see God doing this. He's there in this place and we didn't even know it. Yeah. Favorite story in the Bible. And the fact that that is like, you know, your experience in that in that hall or at Green Valley or yeah. on a mountaintop, like that's there. Yeah. And I think that God is like giving our heart just like a little, yeah, this is real, dude. Yeah. This is real. This is it happening. was already there. Yeah. You just need to open your eyes to see it. Yeah, but to your point, there's no hoops for Jacob to jump through. It's it's almost as if God is already acknowledging, you're not good enough for this, but I'm gonna bless you with it anyway. Yeah. Which is the whole story. Oh of my the gosh, Bible, that's, man. that's it, man. <laughs> uh, that's what uh, Paul says, man. Even even though you're still sinners, like God sent Christ to die yeah. for you. Yeah, and that's 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 not just then. That's back here in the Old Testament. But right. this is not. <laughs> we you and I like to talk. All about burgers and everything else. Yes. Uh, but we've got we've got some more stuff to go to. Yeah. Uh, really quick. Um, if we can get to it. If we can get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's fast forward a little bit. Okay. In fact, we're going to fast forward a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to skip uh, the rest of Jacob and his um, you know immediate family, and let's go let's go to there in Egypt. Uh, God saves his people from Egypt through Moses mm-hmm. and has delivered them through the Red Sea. Part in you know, plagues, parts parts of the Red Sea brings them out into. Uh, at uh, the foot of this mountain named Sinai. Um, and we're going to get a little bit more of heaven on earth, just a little bit. And that's kind of the title for our thing is a little bit closer. Yeah. A little bit closer. Yeah. We're, we're seeing these little heaven hotspots. Yes. Um, but we have to talk about the tabernacle. If yes. We're going to talk about any of this, Absolutely. this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, 
Or do you even want to start with? with well, with okay. That? So, <laughs> um, well, do we want to ask that question or just keep going? Go for it. No, okay. So, a question for you guys: Is there a place, um, in your house that holds like, you know, some special? It's a special place in your house, either a special chair uh, that you sit in or a special nook mm. that you go to or, you know, a special part of the yard that you can sit in and, and observe, like whatever. It's just like that's something, that spot in my house holds special meaning <laughs> to me. Um, and if that, what, what would that be for you? Can you guess? It's probably having to do with the kitchen. I'm guessing it's something having to do with coffee. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Am I that easy to read? That's yes, unfortunate. Pretty much. Ah, there's this leather, <laughs> there's this leather chair in our and it's you know, it's not a recliner or anything. Leather chair that's got a little plant next to it and a little lamp. And that's like that's I sat there today and worked on stuff. Yeah. It was it's my spot. It's your spot. It's all it's so, the holiest. And, holiest and it's <laughs> in, in my house. It's that spot. And when you're in that spot, like like you experience there's a, there's a feeling yeah there's an aesthetic there's a drive i think that comes sitting in that spot because it, i'm there at that spot yeah and it's self-created you know yeah. but okay so is there a spot like that for you please share it with us in the comments <laughs> i want to i want to know i i had a favorite chair uh it has in recent months left the house oh um so i still have kind of a favorite you know a spot but it's not the the chair anymore so i don't know I'm so sorry. Anyway, that's all right. It's, you know, life. life, life happens. Things happen. So it? yeah, now nah, we need, it was, it was old and falling apart. Still, we need to get man. rid of it anyway. That's hard so, to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just haven't replaced it yet, but that's the point. So we're going to talk about the tabernacle. So we're 400 years past Jacob. Now the people are, are heading towards the promised land and guys is basically going, okay, when you get there, there's some ways I want you to live. He gives the people his law. But then if you look through Exodus, it's not just the rules that he gives them because he even has more of those than some of the other books in the Old Testament. But there's this whole blueprint of how to build this worship place that we call the tabernacle, which is just a really big tent, but it had a lot of different things inside it that were to be used for sacrifices and worship and, and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and just the way that, I mean, the, the details that God gives his people, like design the, the light fixtures, you know, in this the way. Curtains and, and, and the, the rods. Yeah. The, all the, the, all the embroidery, and... the kind of thread to use, the designs to use, all that kind of stuff was very meticulous. Um, and it's, and it's reflective. Everything that you see in there is reflective, not just of sacrifices and, and those kind of things. It is part of that, but it's, it's reflective of a place where when you come here, this doesn't look like anywhere else. There's we, gold. There's, there's gold, Everything. there's there's special yarn that you don't have your clothes made out of or your own tents and stuff made out of. Mm -hmm. This is specific to this place. So when you come here, this is you know this is a this is unique and this is special and special things happen here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and so uh, there's descriptions of the book of Exodus and and you're welcome to <laughs> to read. We won't uh take the time to do yeah. that tonight, but but in essence, the whole purpose behind it is God is going to use that place and he uses it through the rest of the Old Testament, or at least through the rest of his experience with the people in the wilderness, yeah. like to, to meet with his people and to be mm -hmm. with them. So whenever uh, they recognize that whenever, you know, this, this cloud that represents God's presence comes into the tabernacle, it's like, oh, God's here, yeah. you know, and Moses or Aaron or whoever else would go in and meet and come back out. Um, but it was, it, it represented like God being here and this is 
godlike we've never seen him before mm-hmm. even in the garden because this is this is different uh because you've got you know that god that was so accessible and everything but now there's uh every time that our god is in the temple there's this there's fire there's trumpets there's uh light there's smoke like there's it's an event and whenever moses enters into the tent everybody stands outside of their tents and looks and watches and walk that way yeah yeah and it's so i mean like it's an about, awe-inspiring thing i kind of wish and i mean <laughs> it, it's happened it happened once in the old testament uh they and we're going to get to this in a couple weeks uh but they you know they built up the um not the tabernacle the temple, the temple again and they're like all right let's wait for god to come down it just like that and it doesn't happen in that way at least the way that it happened before and they're like well that's that's killjoy <laughs> that's unfortunate right. did we build it right but like this for me i mean that'd be awesome uh it would be so uh i mean real talk it would be really really easy for me to come to church i feel like if uh you know you you got up in the morning you looked out and you could see the smoke coming up from flagstone church because that's where you know that's god's presence god dwells yeah. and everything yeah. and it's like oh yeah where's your church oh yeah well you see this constant smoke and stuff that's the presence of our god like, yeah that's so, cool and i think even beyond that just to give you a little bit of insight as they're walking through the wilderness they don't know where they're going and so the scripture tells us that god led them and it, when it was the daytime it was this giant cloud and i guess it looked different than the rest of the clouds or maybe there weren't that many clouds Something. out there in the desert so yeah. they're like that's god follow that cloud and then if they're traveling at night because sometimes that was the easier thing to do it was some kind of a pillar of fire i don't know exactly what that looked like but that was god's <laughs> presence there so it's so that's out there and we're following we're following that direction but at the tabernacle this is where god comes yeah he's not off in a distance yep and he's, it's not a portal either right this is different it's not a dream or a vision mm-hmm. it is a cloud coming down and God is here. Yeah. Now, obviously God's bigger than that. It's not just that he's here, but his presence is is with his people. Yeah. And in that, that's even, you know, we were talking about these two worlds of heaven and earth and they're kind of touching each other with Jacob in that dream. They're almost, is, uh, it's like the Venn diagram. They're almost yeah. kind of crossing there's, into there's each other's realms. Of, if it's red and blue, there's a little bit of purple. <laughs> there's a little bit of purple here. Yeah. But I want to, kind of, as we, we need to wrap up, but why? Do you think that that that's that was even important to God? Yeah, and um, that's the question, man. Because why does God want to be with these people? Why does God want to be with us? Mm-hmm. Because I look at those people, and I look at Jacob, and I look at Abraham, and I see a lot of myself, and I see a lot of like, dude, who you know, why would God want to go through all that trouble just to be close? I mean, here, here in this example, I mean, it really is, it's God moving into the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. This is the, you know, a foreign uh, embassy, you know, the president of the foreign embassy coming and living in your neighborhood. Right. Like, and, and there's, it's, it's hard to even contextualize. Why does God love his people so much? Why does he love his creation so much that he wants to go through all of that? Um, and that's just the cool question. I think, I mean, it's because we all have an inherent worth and because we're made in his image and we're, and we're his children, we're his, we're his sons and his daughters uh, made in the image of Christ as masterpieces mm-hmm. for our good works, which mm-hmm. is so cool. That's in Ephesians chapter two. Um, but he wants to be with us. And so this is like, you know, part, uh, part two or part one B or something like that of, of this plan. Uh, and it, but it's not quite, it's not quite what it needs to be. Yet. Right. Because uh, we've got a little bit. It's not completely of, heaven and earth. Yeah, we said that they're again. like touching, but yeah. we've got a long ways to go yeah. before they're all the way back because yeah. of, I mean, why can't we, why can't you just bring it right back? <laughs> and I know that 
we're going to talk about that for sure. Yeah. But the fact that, that the fact that it's God doing the work because I, I know we need to wrap up, but man, every other religion just about that you can think of that has some kind of a deity. I mean, going back to ancient stuff, obviously yeah. they had, they had to go to the temple and they had to do all these different things. And I'm saying the Israelites had to bring sacrifices and stuff too, but, but it was, it was God creating this opportunity for them to connect with each other. No other deity did that. Yeah. Go through Greek and Roman mythology. Well, even the stuff now, uh, I mean, it's, I have to do all of the things so that I can become, you know, yeah. one with God. Yeah. It's, it, and it's so much effort on our part. And it's so much like I've, I've got to accomplish this or I've got to make this happen. And I think it, for me, just one of the takeaways from this, from everything we talked about tonight is again, God telling his people, just like he told Jacob, like, let me come to you. Yeah. Quit trying to do my job. Uh, I want us to be connected. I want us to be in the same space. Let me come do that. Because uh, first of all, we have sin in our lives where it makes it impossible for us to get to where he is anyway. But second of all, like we, we just fail at it miserably. We wouldn't occupy the space and, and bring he and us together in such an amazing way that he can do that for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is just an amazing thing to be that loved by that powerful of being. Hmm. What an awesome thing. Yeah. And how intimate that is that yeah. he wants to do that for each and every one of us. Yeah. And that hasn't quit. That's the, we're talking stuff thousands of years ago. He's yeah. still like, let me yeah. come connect with you. Which is so cool because that's the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Question mark. Indwelling of. Yes. Ooh. Yes. We're going okay. to get there. Uh, Last thing I think that uh, we want to leave y'all with, uh, besides that, man, God uses imperfect people to accomplish his purposes. Here's mm -hmm. another flawed dude that he says, man, I'm going to bless, I'm going to bless the whole world through you. If he can do that with them, I think he can do it with us. Yeah. Uh, but to, but to really let, let the tabernacle illustrate the fact that not everybody can go in the tabernacle, especially right. not to yes. the, the space. The inner where sanctum, God, the yeah, holy of holies. The holy of holies. And cause only the high priest could do it only after a really long ritual and only one time a year. Right. So the closeness with God, like God's in the neighborhood, but like there's still some distance. There's in my mind, this is, he, he's close, but he's far away. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like he's close, but he's far away. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to continue to talk about that. Uh, but there's a problem that we need to address that God needs to address. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, I mean that he does address through the tabernacle and saying like, man, if we want to be close, here's the ways that we're going to, we got to get the sin thing out of the way first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of what we're talking about uh, within the next two weeks of like, there's something internal that we have to change. Yeah. There's something internal that we have to change. But yeah. next week, uh, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> we're going to talk about like, where where exactly is God living? Is he <laughs> is he up in the heavens? Is he down here? Is it both? Is it neither? That's what we're going to talk about. Where exactly do we find God? Yeah. Uh, and so we'll just, we'll kind of leave that. That's, that's your teaser for next week. Okay? <laughs> we'll talk about that um, yeah. next week. Cool. Well, so, uh, thank you guys so much for all of your comments and for joining us in this conversation. Yep. Um, Marshall and I are learning a lot about this subject and, Absolutely. and are just excited to talk about it every week. So. And you guys are welcome to message us and or even make comments after we shut the live feed off and or ask questions or whatever. We'd love to have more discussion with you. And yeah. Cade, whenever you want to go get some rights barbecue, let me know. We'll, we'll yeah. do that. Also, I think you need to talk to your wife a little bit about that chair. I think you guys have some things to... What did she say? Uh, she said, stop complaining about your chair. I know. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, I'm not complaining. I'm saying you asked if there was a special uh, chair. I have some, one. And somebody else said, I bet Chrissy got rid of the chair he's talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. And uh, I, I'm agreeing. It was old. It was falling apart. Like, I get it. But that was the holiest of holies. I just haven't replaced bro. it. I haven't <laughs> okay. replaced it was the point that I was making. There's not, I wasn't complaining about not having it anymore. I'm like, I don't have this. The, anyway, we need to wrap up. I think up. that's super funny. Well, thank you guys for joining <laughs> us. Uh, yeah, just, just catch up with us next week. Same time, same place. Okay. See you guys. Have a good week. <laughs>